This is a real treat. 25 minutes to go in the show, and we're going to go back-to-back with a couple of our best Group 1 jockeys. We're going to go Ryan Elliott straight into Warren Kennedy to try and get some wisdom ahead of Legends Day here at Tarapa. Ryan is uh, on the show. Very good of you to make yourself available. Ryan, how's it all going, man? Yeah, morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm still, still having a little sweat at the moment, playing tug-of-war with my weight, so going well. <laughs> yeah. How is your weight these days? You work bloody hard on it and you, you get so many good rides that you've got incentive to, to have it under control. How are you feeling? No, nah, I feel good this morning. Um, there's not a lot of fat to me, so it's just a lot of water weight that comes off me, but I'm feeling well today. Ryan, when you're wasting, do you have to keep getting in and out of the sauna to work out what your weight is? Like, do you actually have to waste down to a certain weight so you, you have to keep checking it? Uh, yeah, like this morning, um, just been in and out of the spa. I'm still sitting in the spa at the moment as we're talking, but just it just slowly chips away at it just to, just to get it down. But it comes off eventually. But you do hit, you do stay on the scales every now and again to actually see if you're making ground on it or not. Mate, we appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us. Legato, uh, barrier one. Initially, I know you weren't thrilled, but the more you've looked at it, the better it looks. Are you any chance of ending up in the trail? Because I just don't see that many horses going forward. Um, there's not a lot of pace in the race, and there is a very good chance I could end up in the trail or one off somewhere, quite possibly. But we're just going to have to work it out as we jump. But she's been jumping a lot better and putting herself there, which has given, given me a lot of options. Mate. To, the, to that exact point, I had a lot of people texting the show and a lot of punters texting the station the week after the Caracabillions that were frustrated that you didn't stay closer to Desert Lightning because you jumped so well at Ellerslie, where I thought that was crazy because you don't want to ride a horse out of their pattern and, and you, you don't want to freak her out. But she jumped so well that I think it, fr- it freaked punters out a little bit. What were you thinking? And, and did, did she then, once she jumped, need a little bit of time to find her feet? Yeah, she's one of those horses that's ridden a little bit colder, but she did, she's jumping so well now and putting herself in a position where she can actually jump and carry herself properly and have that last little dig at them. And they did go quite hard in the crack of millions on that hot tempo. I didn't want to use her up too much. To We're, we're still early in her campaign. We don't want to be blown out of the water straight away. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so you get the split at the right time today. 2,000 metres, does she, does she give you the feel like she just wants to keep going to that 2,000 metre mark when you've had her over the mile so far? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you look through all the races, she's in front after the crossing. She's going through the line strong and still carrying on around to the back straight. She's she's on her way up over those distances, and she's, I'm looking forward to it. Mate, you uh, told me during the week that you liked Infer each way. Talk to us about him because I've always thought he's got a little bit of cups horse about him. Is, is that the feel he gives you? Yeah, he definitely is. He's on his way up through the grades quite nicely and Roger's Rogie's done a great job to be a little bit more patient with him to bring him up slowly and just target those later cup races. But he's going through the grades nicely and the track should suit today. There's a horse I don't like today so much because he's got a wide barrier draw, but there's a horse I think we could see a big race in this autumn. Solidify. I know he's been gelded, and Roger was telling me that he had a twisted testicle, which doesn't sound a lot of fun. Now, he's Jeepers. got rid of those, which is probably good news for him. What do you make of Solidify? Because 
it's, there's been glimpses there of him being a really good horse. Yeah, he had a really good campaign as an early three-year-old, and just after the Hawks Bay Guineas, he just battled him a few little problem problems in, in his races, and well, Roger's worked out. He's he had a twisted nut, which he's come right from. He <laughs> he trolled super, and he's in a fresh state. He's got a good throw up a record, and a wide barrier won't bother him. Yeah, not, not neither will the twisted nut. Very eloquent, Ron. Hey, um, nav- navigator in the last mate. Uh, this is a really even race. You do a bit of riding for Cody, and um, feel like navigator's been a horse that he's kind of shown that he could go to a through the grades at different points in his career. He's fourth up today. You've been on him the last three. Actually, all runs this prep, haven't you? So, how's he placed today in a pretty even field? Um, he's. Quite well placed, a nice little race for him. Um, it's not that strong. He just pulled up a little bit with a bit of a niggle after his last run. And talking to Cody, he's corrected that problem, and we should see him back to his best. Beautiful. Hey, good luck, mate. Enjoy the, the last of your spa time before you get a busy day at the races. Doing a good job getting that weight off. Thanks, mate. No, cheers, boys. Thank you very much. There you go. Ryan Alley. He has a tough gig to get that weight down, Mick, and that's why we don't often hear from him on this show because he's usually knee-deep in the spa, or actually neck-deep. Yeah, well, when you think, I've got, I've, you know, like a lot of people, I've got a long day here today too. We're going to Tarapa, all the jockeys and trainers, a lot of them start work at 4 o'clock in the morning, so their days are a hell of a lot longer than mine. But the last thing I'd feel like doing is having a spa before I went to work. So I have tremendous respect for jockeys and what they do to their bodies to keep this machine going. Sometimes you hear people abuse jockeys. Well, seriously, not only would they not have the courage to do it, most people wouldn't have the dedication to do it. <laughs> That's a very, very good point. Let's go to another one of our absolute favourites, our punters' favourites. The very least, last time we had a, a massive group one day like this, he put on a bit of a show, to be fair. Uh, Warren Kennedy's on the line. Warren, always appreciate your time race morning. How are you, mate? Cheers, very well. Thanks, Louis. And Mick, how are you guys doing? Yeah. Actually, Warren made his, Warren made his hosting debut on TV this week, uh, Louis. He, he was co-host of Wayne. I know. And he was to- I know. totally unpaid. <laughs> this is how we liked him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. It's just like jockey exploitation. I actually thought you were in a bit of trouble there, Mick. Um, he's, he's kind of no, started he was dominant. Good. He was good too. Dominate the jockey ranks. He might be coming for one of your gigs. Uh, I, I not, don't like having quite. jockeys on the show because you feel fat. Like, I'm not a typically fat person, <laughs> but when you're around people who are like 55 kilos, you feel like a balloon hyphen. Yeah, but you did look like you had a lot of hair. Sorry, Warren. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> but always, always remember, Mick, the camera puts on 10 kilos. Oh, well, in that case, you won't be riding today. Um, Warren, he, he's this this guy, Crochetti, he's got very short, um, probably for a lot of reasons we could all understand, but he is a three-year-old racing at Wait for Age Company. It is a very hard feat to pull off. You have to be a very good horse to do it, and um, you have to be trained to the minute. Although you just have so much going for you, so it's a it's a one I'm kind of fighting with myself to try and say I can understand why he's this short, and also I can make excuses for him a little bit before the fact. So where are you at with it? Yeah, look, it's, it is a, a tough one. He, he's stepping up into the unknown, open company, um, wait for age sort of race. So, look. Um, I think he's up to up to the level to, to be able to pull it off, um, but it is a test for him. You know, there there are a few question marks around. So, you know, the race is going to tell us more of where we're heading with him. So, look, it's it's a bit of unknown and and um, muddy waters at the moment. So, look, I think he's he's a good horse. He's won seven from seven. He's capable and he, he could certainly pull it off. But um, 
to be that short in the bedding, uh, I'd have my doubts as well. Okay, you've ridden Waitak to win the railway, and you've obviously ridden Crocetti all the way through. So, as much as anybody can tell, lining them up through barrier draws, the race distance, everything that comes into play here, what's your gut instinct about what's going to happen here? Yeah, look, um, with the draws and having a look at the speed maps, I'll probably be well on speed with, with Crochetti. Um, he's got that weight advantage as well. So definitely use that and, and have him on speed. Um, look, it, it all depends. I think I help for leather or, or what the story is, but um, we'll just play it by ear. We'll, we'll go forward with him definitely. Um, look, Watek and then we'll settle behind Watek and Dragon Leap. They'll probably settle just off midfield probably. Um, they'll be rushing home at me, I know that, but Pruchet's got a good turn of foot. If I could, if I could just get him some cheap sectionals mid-race um, and use that turn of foot of his coming to the 300, I know they're going to be lifting very strong and Whitehack showed that great turn of foot in the railway, but look, um, if I could get away at the right time, I think they'll struggle to really in. Warren, this is an interesting question. It's just kind of occurred to me. And not to put the card in front of the horse, but say Crescetti was to go a massive race today and, and either go very close or hopefully win for your case, where would he start to stack up in best horses you have ridden and had relationships with? Uh, yeah, I've been asked that question before about Crescetti. Um Yeah, look, he's won seven. Um, if he wins today, that'll be eight open class company. So that'll be that'll be a huge feather in his in his cap. Um, but I've ridden some really good horses that are well-performed against yeah. um, proper group one company and that sort of thing. And he's still got a little ways to go. You know, he, he, he's up there with them, but he's still got a, a little ways to go to topple the best I've ridden. Okay. Mate, what about the remainder of your day? Because you're, you're on some very serious horses. Aquacade, who's in a very serious race. About Time is a filly who's really good. And I think for lots of those fillies today, it's going to be moving day to decide who heads on to the Oaks. How do you see the rest of the day panning out? And what's a horse today that you think you can win on? Other than Crochetti, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> look, it, 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 it's a really tough day. I've, I've got some decent rides, um, but they're in some really tough races. Um, I, I think most of my rides are, are probably top four chances. Um, winning chances, a few things have to go right for them to be able to win, to be honest with you. Um, also, like Aquacade, Lagarde is obviously in there. I've uh, done the map on that race in my head a couple of times, and uh, I just difficult to see her getting toppled, to be honest with you. Well, actually, um, Warren, just, just on that, where did you see that map ending up? Because... I've got no idea who's going to lead here. I thought maybe Marshy's filly might lead. I thought Legato might end up trailing. I think it's a perfect race for somebody to try and surprise us and, and do something radical, whether even that's a sharp or smart. I couldn't quite get my head around what I thought was going to happen there. So what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, look, I'm in the same, on the same boat as you were rowing with the same oar. Um, it's a tough race. There's no natural speed in the race. Um Maybe Campionessa takes it up. Um, if I had to, maybe i take it up with Aquacade. I wouldn't like to. Um, but, yeah, I, I see Legato being in the trail. Um, I don't think anyone's going to commit really hard early on. Um, I think we'll go around that first corner at a pretty sedate gallop, and then maybe someone will take the initiative and, and 
and take the lead and turn it into a, a proper test for Legato. But um, yeah, I just don't see her her getting beaten. You know, I think she's going to be in the trail, and we know her sectionals, how she can finish for race, and um, I don't see anything that can match her in that race. Mm, okay, that's really interesting, mate. You're a good judge, so we take your word on that. And it's um, Mick. I'll give you. How's this, Mick? I'll give you more chance to be right about Legato being in the trial than you were with Orchestral, because this makes more sense to to me. Um, just last one. It's an even race. Jafari in the last. He has won at Tarapa. It's just a really niggly gate, isn't it, Warren? So I don't know what you do there. Do you have to go back and ride for a bit of luck? That is a niggly gate. Um, yeah, Jaffe's a funny horse. She's still learning and she still does things wrong. You know, she can sometimes get really fierce in, in the run if the, if the pace isn't true enough for her. Um, I'll probably just come out and, and let her slide in where she's comfortable. You know, it be that if that's midfield or a bit further back, so be it. I just want to get her into rhythm. Um, her last run was, was very good. The form stacked up pretty nicely there. Um, and I feel she could have just about won that race. She sort of threw it away the last little bit. She ran away from um, the challenge in front. Um, but she's still learning, and, and she's still got a little ways to do, to do things right. You know, I, I couldn't give you much confidence with her because I'm yeah. honestly not that confident with her that she's going to do it all right, and, and the niggly gate doesn't help matters. But... Um, if I could get it sort of midway and, and into a rhythm and, and the pace is true enough, she's got a good finish on her. So I see her I see her finishing the race off pretty strong. Whether she's she's pulled and, and doesn't have that finish at the end, um, the race is going to tell us. I'm, I'm basically at the mercy of, of the front runners there and what pace is being set up. Makes perfect sense, mate. Gee, you're analytical. Great to chat to you on a Saturday morning. Go enjoy your day. Another yeah. big group one day with some nice steak money, mate. Good luck. Thanks very much, Charles. Cheers. Yeah. Love talking to him, Mac. You learn yeah. a bit, don't you? It, well, and it was great to have him on the show on on Monday. Um, yeah, I, I still don't know who's going to lead that race. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody in the Herbie Dyke says, "Nah, I've had enough of this. I'm just going forward." Whether that's sharp and smart, I, I don't know. I, I just wouldn't be surprised if the race is potentially turned on its head. I don't think it affects Legato's winning chances. But yes, I. I'll put it this way, I think unless somebody does that, they're half-handing the race to them. It's easy to say, though, when you're not a jockey racing for 600k. Ted says, hi, Louie and Mick. I live five-minute drive from Tarapa. It has got very dark with a slight breeze. Uh Uh-oh. Thanks, Ted. Good mail. We'll be back to wrap the show after this.